Good morning, everyone. We're glad to have you join us for this week's broadcast. We pray that the message today will be a blessing to you. Our scripture today comes from the book of Matthew, chapter 1, verse 21. The Bible says, And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. This morning in the message, we're going to look at the name Jesus. What a glorious name, what a beautiful name it is. To those of us that are redeemed, to those of us that are accepted, Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. The very name of Jesus means the Lord is salvation. I want you to see, first of all, this name was divinely chosen by God. It wasn't something that Joseph and Mary dreamed up or come up with, but the angel come to Joseph and told him that thou shalt call his name Jesus. God identifies with this name the purpose of our Savior. He identified him. In John one twenty nine. the Bible says, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sins of the world. We got to remember as we get close to Christmas and we celebrate our Savior's birth, he didn't come to be born in a manger. He didn't come. He didn't come to live and to do the many, many miracles that we have that the book of John says that not even all the books in the world could contain. But he come for a purpose. He come for a reason. As the verse just said, for he shall save his people from their sins. Jesus Christ was born to die on Calvary. He is born to die in my place and in your place. His purpose is identified by his name, but not only that, his name identifies his plan. Many people Many people have a dream today. They have a big ideal. But what a difference it makes when somebody has a plan. And I believe God had a plan for Jesus. He had a plan of redemption for us even before Adam ever sinned, even before he was ever created. I believe that God had a plan in place of redemption. In Genesis 22, 1 through 19, we see a picture of what's to come of the sacrifices. Abraham is tempted or asked to offer Isaac as a sacrifice. We know he was stopped before he could, but what a picture, what a picture of our coming Redeemer this is. In Job 19, we see a picture of Jesus as risen and returning Redeemer. We see in Psalm 22, a picture of the crucifixion of our Lord. Isaiah identifies Jesus as virgin born, Emmanuel, God with us, a wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, the Man of Sorrows. Praise God. His name identifies that God had a plan. It was divinely chosen by God, but not only that, it was directly confirmed by Mary and Joseph. I'm glad that they didn't argue. They didn't try to name Jesus something else, but they listened to the angel from the Lord And first of all, they identified him as Jesus personally. When they asked what the young man's name would be, we we know they said it will be Jesus. It will be the Savior. The Lord is salvation. In 1 John 5, 13, these things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life and believe on the name of the Son of God. We, We need to make sure that we have, 
believed on Jesus Christ, that we have acknowledged, we have identified Him as our Savior. It all, it's all a personal thing for me, for me, for you, for whoever it is. My my pastor can't do it. My dad can't do it. It has to be something that I do in my heart that I personally identified Jesus Christ as my Savior. But not only did they confirm him, did they identify him personally, they identified him publicly. Forty days after Jesus' birth, Mary and Joseph publicly declared the child as Jesus, as Redeemer, as Savior in the temple when they said his name is Jesus. Luke 9, 26 through 27 says, For whosoever shall be ashamed of me and my words of him shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he shall come in his own glory. What a what a shame, what a hurtful thing it must be whenever we come to a place when we get to get to a time that we're we're ashamed or we we don't want to identify Jesus Christ as our Savior. Lord help me to never be ashamed of my Savior Jesus Christ. Never be in a situation where I'm not willing to claim Jesus as my Savior. What a hurtful thing it must be to the son of god but not only was it directly confirmed i want you to see it was divinely claimed by our savior the name jesus precisely it identifies precisely our lord and savior this name had been used by other people before jesus come but now it is reserved for jesus alone we see in the old testament that joshua is the hebrew form of the greek word Jesus, we see the man Joshua and another picture of our Savior it is whenever Moses could not lead his people into Canaan, Joshua did. So our Jesus accomplishes what the law of Moses never could. As C.H. Spurgeon goes on to say, Joshua overcome the enemies of God people, though they were very many and very strong and had cities wild to heaven and chariots of iron, yet in the name of Jehovah, as the captain of the Lord's host, Joshua, smote them. Even so doth our glorious Joshua smite our sins and all the powers of darkness and utterly destroy our spiritual enemies. Before him, Amalek is smitten. Jericho falls and Canaanites are put to rout while he giveth us triumph in every place. What a glorious Savior we have. The name of Jesus, it was divinely claimed by our Savior. It identifies precisely, but not only that, it identifies with proof. We've all met somebody named Grace or Faith, maybe had somebody as a waitress named Grace and she showed anything but Grace or met somebody named Faith and they're not living for God. They're not not saved. They're not doing what what somebody that had faith would they don't live up their name but praise god jesus bears a name he deserves he come and he was named jesus for he shall save his people from their sins and what did he do he gave himself he sacrificed himself on the cross to die in my place and in your place first peter 2 24 says who his own self by our sins and his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes we were healed. I'm glad that Jesus lived up to his name. He lives up to his name today. He's still saving sinners. We got to see somebody get saved 
at Riverside a few weeks ago. Praise God, we've seen many people saved throughout this summer, throughout this year. I'm glad that God is still saving people. I'm glad Jesus still lives up to his name. And I want you to know not only was it divinely claimed, but it is directly connected to us today. It identifies Jesus with his people. I'm glad it doesn't say Jesus, for he shall save God's people from their sins. If it said that, then it would just mean the Jewish people. But it says he shall save his people from their sins. The Bible says in Romans 10, 12, there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek for the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. He could not be called Jesus. He could not be called Savior if he didn't have a people to save. But I'm glad, thank God, he has a people to save. That's you and me. That's all the people throughout history that have trusted in him as Savior. There could be no Savior if they were none to be saved. But not only is there people to be saved since Adam fell in the garden all through time today and even after today, if the Lord tarries his coming, they will be people to save and he shall and will and has saved his people. He will save us completely. Thank God I have the blessed hope. I know that he's coming back for me. I thank God that I have trusted in him and he has identified himself with us. He's identified himself as my savior. Praise God. What a blessing it is as we go into the Christmas season to think about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It come, he was born, but he died on Calvary to save his people, to save me, to save you from their sins. Amen. I pray that this week's message has been a blessing to you. If you don't have a home church, we'd love for you to join us at Riverside Baptist Church, 871 Riverside Drive, Asheville, North Carolina. Our Sunday morning service starts at 11. We have children's church and Bible study before at 10 o'clock. And we have our Wednesday night going deeper Bible study at 7 o'clock. As I said, I'd love to have you join us sometime. God bless.